0: Welcome to the Moon Manifesting Podcast with Kyra Howarth. Hi, I'm Kyra, business astrologer, moon manifesting mama, author, teacher and mentor. I teach you how to harness the energy of the moon, stars and cosmos so you can manifest your dreams and discover a deeper purpose to your life. Back to the Moon Manifesting Podcast. Hope you're all doing fine. So, today we're going to be talking about productivity hacks and moon manifesting. So, if you've ever wondered how the hell <laughs> I get so much stuff done, um, I get so many messages from people who are like, Wow, you like. You're on YouTube every week, you're posting on Instagram every day, you wrote a book, you homeschool your four kids. How do you do it all? So in this episode, I'm gonna be sharing exactly how I do it all. Um, I'm gonna be sharing the best time for uh, when we're gonna be feeling naturally more productive Uh, so that you can work with that energy. Uh, And yeah, just gonna be, yeah, sharing my tips so that you can get more stuff done too and feel good about yourself. So let's dive into productivity hacks for moon manifesting. So yeah, let's talk about the timing because yeah, during the moon cycle or just during life in general, like we go through these phases when we just feel unproductive and then times when we do feel like super energized and super productive and motivated and everything. So this is where astrology has become a really helpful ally for me because it allows me to understand Uh, you know, the times when I'm not going to be feeling the best and where I may just be unproductive, where things just may not happen as I want them to. And so I can kind of, you know, work around those times and look for the times where I am going to be feeling on top of the game and feeling really productive and smart and intellectual and all of that sort of good thing. So what to look for in astrology, First up, looking at the moon phase, the waxing moon is when our energy is building. So, particularly like in uh, from the first quarter moon through the waxing gibbous moon phase up to about the full moon is like the time when we are feeling the most energized and coming into our peak energy uh, during that moon cycle. So, yeah, there's about like this week every month where you know you will just be naturally feeling more productive and more energized. The waxing gibbous moon is the best time in the moon cycle for pushing through obstacles and doing the hard things. It is, yeah, like if you need to get some stuff done, then really just go hard during the waxing gibbous moon because it is, the universe is working with you at that time to really co-create what it is that you're trying to manifest. Other things to look for are regarding the timing for like productivity hacks. Looking at when the moon is void, of course, uh, in the moon manifesting planner, I have the times listed out for when the moon is void, of course. Uh, the moon, um, yeah, goes void, of course, roughly every two to three days. And this, uh, it, it can be void, of course, for anywhere from a few minutes through to like a whole 24 hours. Often or not, it's maybe just a few hours and it can happen while you're asleep. But when the moon is void, of course, This is when we're generally at our least productive. So I do have another whole episode about the moon void. Of course, Uh, you can look through my channel. It's episode 33, if that helps. Uh, Yeah, because working with the moon and when the moon, knowing when the moon is void, of course, is definitely one of the biggest productivity hacks I can share with you. Just following that simple thing alone has changed my life. And then, of course, uh, Mars. Looking at astrology, Mars is the planet of motivation, drive. So, you know, looking at where Mars is can really help you understand your productivity levels. So at the moment, uh, it's May, end of May, uh, 2022 here, um, when I'm recording this video, uh, the Mars has just gone into Aries. And right now, we are all collectively feeling this Mars and Aries energy, like we're all just feeling a bit more uh energized motivated driven uh yeah but a few weeks ago when mars was in pisces i feel like we our motivation was maybe a bit confused we maybe were feeling a bit unrealistic about our motivation levels or maybe just even feeling unmotivated I know I was definitely feeling that while Mars was in Pisces. Like I thought, yeah, I'm gonna have all this creativity energy uh, to work on my tarot deck. And nope, I did not. So (laughs) now that Mars is in Aries, I'm feeling that shift. So understanding where Mars is in the skies right now can help you understand, like maybe you're just going through a time where you're not feeling that energized and that's okay. Taking time to rest when you don't feel unproductive is super important. Uh, you know, regardless of what's happening in the skies, because when you're well rested, then you know you're going to be more productive during the times when you're feeling more motivated. So don't forget to rest. Rest is super important for productivity. So, how to be more productive? So one of, uh, the, uh, yeah, something I've learned from Leonie Dawson, who, uh, she's like, yeah, a queen of productivity, (laughs) uh, is the Pareto's law, the 80 20 rule where, uh, pretty much like 20% of your efforts create 80% of your results. And so, in one of Leonie Dawson's courses, and I cannot think of which one it was at the top of my head. I think it was "Work Less, Earn More." Um, yeah, life-changing stuff. Go check out Leoni Dawson. Uh, but she she teaches like um, you go to like your your offerings that you're selling in your business, and you look at the the top twenty percent. What are the top twenty percent bestsellers? And so. You want to capitalize on the things that are already doing well and the stuff that's not performing well, well, you know, cut it out. So, yeah, following that 80 20 rule can definitely help you be more productive because you're just honing in the things that are already working well rather than wasting 80% of your energy for only 20% of the results. So yeah, 80-20 rule, look at the top best performers and focus your energy there, cut out the stuff that is just not doing well. Uh, so do the hardest thing at first is another big tip for you to boost your productivity. In the mornings, I will write out a to-do list for myself, maybe about like 10 different things. Like, and sometimes it's just easy things like post on Instagram, 30 minutes of exercise, do yoga take the bins out like (laughs) it like you know it's not all hard stuff but then sometimes like you know on my list there might be things that are quite big like you know create a workbook for your course batch film podcasts so jumping in and doing the hardest thing first the thing that you know is uh you know quite scary but going to give you the most results doing that first uh, you know, it's kind of bouncing off that 80, 20 rule. It's like, you know, that, that 20%, even though it might be the hardest thing to do, um, it's, it's going to give you the most results. So yeah, do the hard thing, (laughs) make that your priority. Like if you're writing out a to-do list in the morning, it may be helpful to even just go through and number it in order of priority so that you know, automatically like okay this is the thing I've got to do first even though it's the hardest thing I've put a number one here so I need to do this first. Um, That definitely helps me when I know I need a bit more self-discipline with (laughs) just doing the easy things on my list and leaving the hard things for another day. So another tip for how to be more productive is automate, delegate and eliminate. So automate the things that you're already doing that are time sucking, is there a way that you can automate? Like if you find that you're sending the same message over and over again, uh, like uh, maybe like in emails or in DMs, because you know, you're know you getting asked the same question all the time, do you have a template that you could just copy and paste each time so that it's just automated? Or you know, is there some other way that you can automate things? Um, if you're taking client bookings, Does your booking system, well, do you even have a booking system? (laughs) But does your booking system then like automatically take payment and uh, send out reminder emails or, you know, all these things? Because, yeah, there's like a lot of different tasks that can often suck up our time. But, you know, there's often a solution like a software or some sort of technology, some way that you can automate these processes so it's not sucking up your time, so that you can reserve your time for actually you know, showing up and doing the thing that you're being paid to do, rather than running around doing all this admin stuff in the background. So yeah, automation can really be a lifesaver uh, in terms of productivity and boosting your how productive you are. Another way I use automation is that I have a recurring to-do list each week uh, for my business tasks, so that I know each week there are certain things that need happening and it's just, it's just automatically on my to-do list and it's not falling off my radar as I turn the page and come to a new week. Uh, yeah, I just have this like automatic, uh, list. I use Asana, uh, asana.com. Uh, it's fantastic. It's a really, uh, easy to use project organization system so I do highly recommend that you use something like that uh, to keep your things keep your to-do lists organized in one place and you can set up so you have those recurring things as well so that's automation delegation delegate Uh, if it's something that you know maybe can't be automated is it something that you need to be doing personally or could someone else do it for you outsource it Um, I have two amazing virtual assistants on my team now, and it is just amazing how good it feels to be able to delegate things that I don't personally need to do. As a business owner, there are, you know, there are an endless amount of things that we feel like we need to be doing. But the reality is, you know, we can pass on some of these tasks, especially if it's things that Uh, you may not be particularly skilled at, or they're just even the things that you hate doing, you know, someone else could do it much easier, faster and cheaper. Because if you're spending like five hours writing out a blog post, when you could be better using that time, uh, you know, having paid sessions with clients, wouldn't it make more sense to pay a virtual assistant like, you know, $30 an hour to just, you know, type up that blog post in one hour? Like it's, you know, it it kind of makes it obvious when you put it that way about, you know, sometimes you're just spending all your time on something where someone else could do it for you instead. So delegate, um, even like, you know, delegate stuff around the house. If you find yourself, uh, you know, hating to do housework, maybe you could delegate those chores to your kids, to your spouse, or even get a cleaner or a housekeeper maybe just one hour a week would relieve some of that burden for you free up your energy so that you can focus on being more productive and then finally eliminate if it's stuff that uh you know you can't automate or that you can't delegate is it stuff that anyone actually needs to be doing do you actually need to do this What would happen if you didn't do it if it's like you know not bringing in money and i'm like yeah strictly talking about running a business here if it's not bringing in money then why why are you doing it if it's you know not on that path to leading to more sales if it's not actively marketing or creating content or delivering that content is it actually stuff that needs to be done at all so yeah just, I guess that, uh, being able to assess the stuff that's on your to-do list and then, you know, getting rid of the stuff that you don't actually need to do. You can focus on the things that do actually need to be done. The things that are going to uh, be more productive, uh, you know, for your business, or if you're not even running a business, then, you know, for your life in general. (laughs) Um, yeah, it's just about finding those things that, really need to be made a priority and if it's not something that you can outsource or whatever then yeah you know you know clearly where you need to be focusing your energy so (laughs) with that being said um, i also just wanted to share some tips in this episode about how i organize my life and how i be so productive as a homeschooling mumpreneur so in case you didn't already know i do have four beautiful children um, and we homeschool i have homeschooled uh, my kids for pretty much all of their lives i sent them to school for two years um a few years back we've been uh homeschooling again now for about one and a half years and I wouldn't change it. I, you know, going to, sending them to school was honestly more stressful than homeschooling. Um, but it does mean that, you know, I'm, I'm dedicating a lot of my time now to my kids. Whereas, you know, before I (laughs) had a few kid free hours a day where I could be really laser focused and get stuff done. Um, but you know, regardless, I have, you know, these four homeschool kids and I still, uh, since we've been homeschooling again, I've managed to write a book. Um, you know, I'm working on a tarot deck. I've opened an online school. I do readings every week. I show up on Instagram almost daily. Um, I, I show up for a weekly podcast. I managed to keep the kids quiet for a while so I can sit here and record. (laughs) Um, so yeah, tips from me as a homeschooling mumpreneur is, In the mornings write out a list of things that you need to do and you know think about all the different areas of your life like what like don't think that you need to just write out a to-do list for the things in your business or whatever it is Uh, like think about all of the things that you want to to do so for me like right now I'm really focusing on my health and my fitness so exercise is showing up on my daily to-do list so I'm making that dedicated 30 minutes each day to exercise. Um, You know, other weeks it might be like yoga or meditation is like really going to be a priority on my list. Um, But yeah, making a to-do list and thinking about all those different things. So business stuff, health and fitness, kids, uh, maybe, you know, appointments, whatever it is that you need to put down your to-do list to make sure it gets done. Having that list and you know coming back to that list throughout the day helps you stay on track with those goals so that um you know what you envisioned your day would look like in the morning by checking back in on that list you're making that into reality you're manifesting your ideal day so writing a to-do list is super important and something to think about when you're writing that to-do list is to have realistic expectations Think about realistically how much time each of those things on your list is gonna take and you know, have you, you know, maybe set yourself an unrealistic expectation for how much you can achieve in one day. I do that all the time. (laughs) Um, But I guess, you know, better to overachieve than underachieve, right? So being, yeah, just being really organized with life in general is honestly the best way to stay productive. When you have uh, like a planner like the moon manifesting planner uh, and you have a space where you can just write down all the things that you want to get done or the things that need to get done Um, you have a calendar you know like where you're supposed to be on certain days Uh, you have like some sort of routine as well these are all things that are super helpful for being more productive even when you're juggling homeschooling and business and writing a book and all of those different things that you might be doing. Uh, Yeah, you can absolutely be productive even if you're feeling time poor. It's just about how you organize your time and using your time effectively. So with that being said, let's not waste any more time. Go out and be productive. I can't wait to see what you create Uh, Yeah. I hope that this episode was super helpful for you. Don't forget to like subscribe or follow depending on where you're listening from today and stay magical, stay manifesting and stay tuned. I'll speak to you soon. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to the moon manifesting podcast. If you're wanting more moon magic check out what classes are open for enrollment at the herbal moon goddess academy download a free moon manifesting calendar or connect with me on social media you can do all of that at herbalmoongoddess.com i'll speak with you in the next episode of the moon manifesting podcast